the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. Okay, so our friends over at the uh, Federal Trade Commission and the Justice Department have put out a new set of rules, guidelines there in uh, their efforts uh, to basically warn. Well, they're saying they're going to warn everybody about uh, what they're going to do in regards to mergers or laying out a framework. Uh huh. So basically what we have is people of little talent or ability because they don't work in the um, in the free market. They're government bureaucrats passing judgment on things that are impossible to foresee. Yeah, that you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Make educated guesses. But again, when it comes to the free market, it's like trying to, again, trying to guess the weather. You don't know. Anyway, they had a uh, op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, and they started off with the you know flowery, fluffy language. When markets are competitive and companies jostle to win business, everyone benefits. Consumers pay lower prices and get better service. Workers have more options to earn higher wages and get better working conditions. And we all benefit from the breaking innovations and diverse views that flourish when markets are open and the best ideas win. And I read that. I say to myself, Lena Khan was in charge of the FTC. I guess she wrote her college thesis on Amazon and she hates Amazon, all the reasons to break Amazon up. And I'm saying to myself, gee, am I paying lower prices on Amazon? Yeah. Um, am I getting unbelievable service from Amazon? Yeah. Um, workers have more options to earn higher wages. Fair market wage. You're going to get paid for what you're worth. Better working conditions? Is some kind of sweatshop operating there? And again, the innovations and whatnot that comes that increases productivity, that makes things better, that we need to have more. That does a better job of fighting inflation than the Fed does. But anyway, they, they put together these guidelines and they say they're to be written and understood by businesses, consumers, entrepreneurs, workers, and the broader public. Three goals that they said they focused on. Um, bah, bah, bah. They're bound by antitrust laws written by Congress, interpreted by the Supreme Court. Clayton Act prohibits any merger that may substantially reduce competition or tend to create a monopoly. Time and time again, since then, from expanding the Clayton Act to address a broader range of transactions to requiring that companies notify the government in advance of large mergers, Congress has closed loopholes and offered antitrust enforcers and private citizens more tools to stop anti-competitive mergers. You have a history of not knowing what the hell you're talking about. Let's just be honest. That's, that's the reality of the terrain. How many people remember when um, the government was going after Microsoft because we were told that they just had way too dominant of a position and they needed to be broken up? They had it. The government was, they wanted to do, they wanted to go after Microsoft. Oh my God, look at what they're doing. How'd that work out? I mean, yeah, Microsoft is still a behemoth, still, you know, puts out, I use products of theirs on a regular basis, but somebody builds a better mousetrap. It, it happens all the time. I, I spent a, um, this is years ago, I an article entitled, Even Blue Chips Die. And, and 
talking about all these these companies I declared at the beginning that are going to go out of business. Some of the bluest of blue chips have died. It was that stupid investing um, scam back from like the late 1960s, early 70s it was called the Nifty 50. And Wall Street was trying to sell you. I forget which investment bank was trying to push this. You know, all these are 50 stocks that you could buy and you could hold forever. What? No, I mean, for people, for crying out loud, if anything has taught us anything over the past several decades, companies that were in dominant positions can be no longer. I mean, did anybody think that with the start of the internet, America Online, where the hell is America Online? Do you even see at AOL emails anymore? But it had a dominant position. That doesn't mean people can't go and compete. Anyway, anyway, um, and then second, enduring antitrust legal principles must be applied to today's markets, reflecting how companies operate, compete, and grow in the 21st century. Now, that watches to make sure we understand these changes, our proposed merger guidelines encompass the insight of modern analytical tools taking into account market realities. What, what did you just say there? That's almost like coming from Kamala Harris. What modern analytical tools? Now, I know I'm sounding a little like Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, they got top men working on it right now. Who? Top men. Who? Who are these, these wizards of smart that can predict the future? We have, we have the, 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 supposedly the best and brightest minds at the Federal Reserve. They were telling us inflation was transitory not too long ago. How'd that work out? You don't know. You don't know. You could put all these tools and all of your models together, and guess what? You could be completely wrong. Third, we've written to draft guidelines with the broader public, not only antitrust experts in mind, it makes it easier for businesses and individuals to understand the risks that a merger or acquisition may lead to an antitrust investigation and where warranted a lawsuit. You know, my opinion when it comes to mergers and acquisitions, because I'm going to be honest with you, more often than not, they suck, they blow up. I laugh. Now you think about the litany, okay, the graveyard of godforsaken, awful mergers that we've seen over the past several decades. I mean, I mentioned AOL. AOL Time Warner. Oh my God. What a job. I was laughing when they were doing this. I said, this is going to blow up. This is so stupid. What was another one? was when, oh, Hewlett-Packard buying Compaq Computer. I, I can go on and on and on. And I'll, I'll explain to you how mergers and acquisitions work. Um, oftentimes, oftentimes you get CEOs, not always the case, CEOs that didn't start a company, they end up becoming a CEO and they're able to climb the ladder and do whatever it needs to be. Now, the guys in downtown New York, guys at Wall Street, Wall Street and the mergers and acquisitions department, they, they know how to push buttons. They know how to sell. And many of these CEOs, oftentimes, it's kind of almost, it's internal. They have, I guess, I've got to call it, you know, small man, Napoleonic complex, whatever you want to call it. And they pitch these guys and they, they try to basically tee up their ego Oh, this could be transformational and you're going to make a name for yourself and you're going to be building this huge company and bada boom, bada bing. Oh, Wall Street gets massive fees, lends out all sorts of money and they have some sort of 
M&A deal that, that doesn't work out. Not always the case, but man, oh man, we've seen lots of them. That's for sure. Um, what we need to have happen, okay, is let the, let the mergers occur. Let the chips fall where they may. And again, if it becomes a monopoly, then break the damn thing up after the fact. Now, again, I, I find this kind of rich, you know, that the FTC is talking about these anti-competitive behavior. Look no further than Wall Street. Look no further than the consolidation in banking. We have an industry here in this country that is too big to fail. It shouldn't work that way. We had the government bail out, use taxpayer money to bail out the automakers. Why? Why? Are they too big to fail too? And that's, to me, I, I, company, it's the great thing about cabinet. Companies, they don't make it. Either you do it right or you get eliminated, as Gordon Gecko said. You go out of business. It happens. But, but the, the worst monopolies that we have right now in this country, again, the banking industry, take a look at it. It's regulatory capture. We've said this again and again and again. Even Eric Holder, Obama's attorney general, was like, I can't go after these big firms. They're too important to the economy. Basically saying they can do whatever the hell they want. And again, they'll just pay a fine and they'll walk away. How is that okay? How is it okay that we've allowed over the years all of these media companies? And this, to me, the, the, the danger with the, the media mergers, and we're going to see more of them, it's going to be more consolidation. I don't like it. Is my problem in regards to the news and how it's owned? What would the the access to information that we have is owned by these few power players? I don't like that at all. Um, that's problematic. I, I would rather have the FTC and the Justice Department work on conflicts of interest, which are not good for the consumer. That makes sense, and you can do that after the fact. But, you know, you can talk and you can talk and talk, but you, unless you're going after the biggest monopolies that we have here in this country, which is the, the big Wall Street firms, okay, go, go sell your bull excrement somewhere else. Watchdog on WallStreet.com.